0: or by emailing him, michael.chapman at ivf.com.au.
1: So today we're going to talk about a question I've often been asked, and that's whether children born from IVF are normal. It goes back really to the days of the first IVF pregnancy in 1978 people were worried that messing around with sperm and eggs might create monsters. And indeed, most of the research in the first decade of IVF focused primarily on the normality of children, that playing with nature was seen by many to be the pathway to creating monsters. As we all know, that's not true. With now in in excess of 7 million children born worldwide, the normality of the children has been found to be no different to the normal population. That's a broad statement, and perhaps there are some variations that have been discovered with the intensive investigations that have gone on. Indeed, IVF children have probably been studied more than any other children in the history of mankind. The way in which they are born, the way in which they develop in the first weeks of life through to now long-term follow-up studies looking at children in their late teens and early 20s. Our oldest IVF child born in 1978 makes them 42 years of age and that particular daughter of Louise Brown herself had children now. So it seems that the pregnancies that arise from IVF are basically normal. The subtle differences that have been shown in the early days of IVF, and obviously technology and perfection of techniques has occurred over many, many years. But in the early days, what we found was that children born through IVF tended to be smaller at birth than their counterparts, and no one quite knew why this was the case. However, studies looking at women who conceive naturally but have had trouble getting pregnant so, this is called a subfertile population. Their children also are smaller than the average child. So, that smallness that was allegedly due to IVF was in fact due to the fact that the woman herself was subfertile. The next step in the normality discussion is around the genetic makeup of the child. And what was found early on was that with the technique of ICSI, where we, the scientists, select the sperm to inject it into the egg, there was a slightly higher risk of congenital abnormalities. ICSI was, in those days, was primarily used for men with low sperm counts who inherently had a higher incidence of chromosome defects. So this was probably the reason for the higher levels of abnormality in those children. As ICSI has become more widespread and its indications have widened substantially, that congenital abnormality rate seems to have declined, which again would point to the fact that it was primarily a sperm problem that's contributing it, not the ICSI itself. Developmental milestones is what people look at next. You know, at the age of one, is the child uh, the same as children born naturally? And the answer to that is absolutely yes. Thousands of children have been assessed and compared with normally spontaneous deliveries. That's at one year. And at five years, the same thing. Now with tests of intellectual capacity, IVF children do just as well. In fact, one study suggests they may be even better than the background conception rates. As we go on into the teenage life. Again, there are now significant studies showing that children born from IVF are just as obnoxious as other teenagers the same age, have same behavioural characteristics, perform the same at school. Again, however, one study suggests they may do better, but that may reflect the parenting occurs with a wanted child. A child that has taken IVF to produce is going to be very carefully looked after by the parents who ensure that they are giving the child the best opportunities. A recent study out of Melbourne uh, showed that these IVFlings, as they've been called, in their 20s are again intellectually and emotionally no different to the rest of the population. From a health point of view, again the concern was that because we're fiddling with nature we may produce some long term effects. Various studies have attempted to show changes in the incidence of cancer, the incidence of high blood pressure, the incidence of diabetes. There are some studies which are showing some tendency towards diabetes and hypertension, at least in the biochemical measurements, the blood measurements of various things like cholesterol and glucose, uh, have been shown to be slightly different children born through IVF. But again, environmental factors like feeding the babies very well because they're IVF babies may be a factor. But whatever effect it is, is very marginal. So when I'm asked the question about normality, I can put my hand on my heart and say, these children are the most studied children that have ever been. And what the studies are showing is primarily normality, similar to those conceived